0: This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh-oh, I'm coming on kind of scratchy here. Let me do it again. Hey, hey what's up, y'all? Welcome. Uh, hey. What's up, G? It is the G Podcast, um, and I know we've got some guests on the line. I can hear you there, guest. I know you're there. How you doing? Um, welcome to the G. Every week we talk opinion, culture, current events, news, politics, you name it. And this is episode 24. Um, don't forget, y'all, also make sure you share us, subscribe to the podcast, download, listen, and share. Follow us on IG and Twitter. And uh, of course, when you go to all of our IG and Twitter information, you'll see the links are there. I'm Tommy B, and uh, I'm here along with Tanya B. Tanya B, you're in the building.
2: You know
1: I am. It's Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Stir it up, y'all. Stir it up. You know it. And uh, my brother from another mother is out uh, this week by handling some business. And I, I do want to uh, definitely um, welcome uh, our guest. Not, he, he's not really a guest. He's a friend of the show. Uh, Harold Michael Harvey, legal and political analyst. How are you, sir?
3: I'm doing well. How are you today, sir?
1: Doing well. I asked Mr. Harvey last minute. Because there's so many things, as you know, as we tape episode 24, so much is happening, man. So much is happening right now on um, just across America. And I, I do want his insight on his website. He's been following and giving some tips on on the coronavirus, as well as the impact of some of our uh, political things that are going on in the country right now. So I want to get his insight Um you know, Tanya B, how how was your week? Let let's let's start there because it's not business as usual, am I correct?
2: No, it, it is not, and uh, you know, I have had a lot of conversation with a lot of I said clients, independent artists, and labels, and we're having to revise strategy and marketing, you know, because a lot of these plans. Include touring, which is where the bulk of the money is made. Wow. So it's been a real interesting week. Uh, the The coin is out there; you just have to be really creative about how you get it. Whether you're an artist. You know, you could be a, a, a food service worker, whatever the case may be. The way that we make a living now has changed drastically and will probably more than likely continue to change.
1: Yeah. I, I don't want to get into the entertainment side of this, but when we do, we won't. And, and it's not about, and we, we're really asking more so, not necessarily what's being canceled, but what's not canceled. You know, versus, I mean, I think at one point we were talking about, well, what's being canceled. Now it's about what's not canceled. Exactly.
2: I mean, everything. I mean, the only thing I'm really waiting to hear about, and I don't know what kind of magic trick they're waiting for, Mm -hmm. if Stella Awards are canceled and other big events like that, I don't know what makes BET think Mm -hmm. they are going to dodge this bullet.
1: Yeah, I agree. And also, as, as we start the taping, Universal Music Chief with Lucian Grange has been hospitalized with coronavirus. So it's real. It's real. It's real. You've got a a lot of big names, a lot of celebrities who are, you know, succumbing to uh, the virus. And and it's it's really uh, bringing a higher profile to something a lot of people dismissed. So but but let's do this. Let's get into uh, Mr. Harvey, what we're going to do is go into the one headline. And I'm going to come back to you right after we we, uh, we hit this headline. And we'll be right back.
3: President Trump declared a national emergency this afternoon to free up funding for fighting the coronavirus. The action I am taking will open up access to up to $50 billion of very importantly, very important and a large amount of money for states and territories and localities in our shared fight against This disease. Now, Congress is trying to agree on a package to support testing and treatment. They also want the package to be used to blunt the negative economic impact the virus is having on the nation. Here's House Speaker Nancy Pelosi.
2: The American people expect and deserve a coordinated, science-based, and whole-of-government response to keep them and their loved ones safe. A response that puts families first to stimulate the economy.
3: All of this was good news to investors as the Dow jumped nearly two thousand points.
1: And this is as of Friday. Uh Mr. Harvey, let, let me ask you a question yes, because as we um as we tape the show, it's interesting because as I'm walking into, into the studio, um the Dow well not the Dow, but the uh the Federal Reserve has cut the interest rates to zero. Um and this is unprecedented because we tape the show on a Sunday. And I think that folks had basically, um, uh, were expecting it to happen maybe like on Wednesday, but they were so concerned about what Monday morning might look like that, uh, the feds came out on a Sunday evening and cut the uh, interest rates to zero. And, uh, of course, with, you know, pressure coming from, from the White House. What are your thoughts right now? just based on these last few days of what you've seen. I mean, I'd love to know, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh, Well, we're in uncharted territory, um, both in terms of a worldwide pandemic that is sweeping across America and also in terms of uh, economics, the economy. Um, As you saw, Wall Street, uh, just fell almost to the bottom of this past week, and and of course, uh, maybe a week or so ago, uh, uh, the the feds had actually lowered uh, the rate by half percent, and then for them to come out on uh, a Sunday um, and lower it to zero, I think the first time it's been to zero since uh, the the economy collapsed in 2008. Yep. Um, You know, we're in uncharted territory and, uh, you know, the main problem in being in uncharted territory is not having a confident expert at the helm who could actually lead the country and and resolve some of the fears and concerns that the American people have. And so that just makes it a a double whammy. you got the economy uh, tanking and you have this virus that. Nobody knows uh, how to uh, cure that is sweeping across the country and, in fact, across the world. Um, and we can't seem to get reliable information that gives us confidence that, um, that the country uh, that the leadership uh, has a way of tackling this problem. You just played a clip, a headline, from uh, the president's news conference on the other day, uh, I, I think that was Thursday, mm-hmm. or Thursday, uh, or Friday. Was that was on Friday. Yeah, go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And and basically, you know, it was a very incoherent statement. I'm not quite sure what his pronouncements were during that Oval Office um, uh, press conference because mm-hmm. it, it, it was just so disjointed. Um, And it didn't I didn't go to bed that night with any assurance that um, the president of the United States of America had this situation under control. And so I think that is probably the fear and the concern that um, many Americans uh, share at this very moment.
1: Yeah. And we're talking to legal and political analyst uh, Harold Michael Harvey. Uh, He's the author of several books, including uh, most recently The Freak Nick Lawyer. And excuse me, uh, I asked Mr. Harvey to come on today. You can go to HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. I'll make sure that uh, we have that on the podcast page as well. And Tanya B., feel free to jump in. It's an open conversation. Uh, Seven tips um, he included on his websites for surviving uh, COVID-19. I think what's the the four? You'd mentioned uh, there's another piece on there, your blog, where you talk about... um, uh, the four ways to—I'm uh, not quite sure—it was four ways to handle the virus, or or to to to—I don't think it's virus proof because I don't think there's any way to do that. But very interesting content that you're posting on your website, um, you know, because I mean, we we are in un- un- like uncharted territory with this.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's we don't know where to go, um, actually, and um, I actually. Borrowed those tips from a medical doctor, um, in California who uh, sent out a, um, a memo memorandum to his closest friends and, and associates. And basically, you know, washing the hands is one thing. Um, but there were a couple of things he talked about that I haven't seen on the CDC website. And that was, um, only cough in your, uh sleeve as a last resort because he says that the virus can last up to a week or or, or more, and so therefore, if at all possible, um, cough or sneeze into a tissue mm-hmm. and uh, discard the tissue right away, uh, as opposed to the arm sleeve. And that the arm sleeve is like the um, method of last resort if you don't have any other thing any other way. Mm-hmm. And then he also suggested that. You, you you take uh, zinc at the first outset of um, of a scratchy throat or uh, or drainage. He says that uh, that zinc has has been um, u- useful in sort of like neutralizing the uh, the the uh, spread of the coronavirus. Really? Okay, uh, and he says that says that when you take the zinc. Uh, lozenge that you would um, lay down and allow it to get into your throat uh, and drain down. Uh, and of course I have seen that there are three ways that you can contact it but this particular doctor says there's actually two and what traditional sources are saying is that you contact it either through the mouth, nose, or eyes but this doctor leaves off the eyes but he did say that the, the nose from the droplet that it's not an airborne disease and mm-hmm. um, that is spread through airborne like measles or a like cold or flu. Um, but you actually have to have touched a dropping from someone's mouth or nostril. Um, um, and that has somehow gotten to your mouth or your nose, uh, which will then lead to uh, the spread of the virus and, you know, the, the contamination. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, yeah I, I thought those were very helpful. Uh, suggestions when I saw them, so I uh, wrote an article around it to pass that information along to the public because I wasn't seeing that in mainstream media.
1: Yeah, and and again, the website uh, that that really uh, most of the country of the world, uh, definitely in the U.S., we're being encouraged to go to cdc.gov uh, for all the coronavirus right. information. But uh, we are getting, you know, several uh, other sources doctors who are who are stepping up and and also including information such as what Mr Harvey's talking about and, and, and Tanya B any any um, any question on that uh,
2: yeah, you know my question would be and I'm sure at this point I saw it because it, it seemed like it's gone viral now was uh, the individual that was attempting to fly from New York down to Palm Beach Florida boarded the jetBlue plane knew had been tested and apparently had the virus. I uh, was sitting amongst people, and then, after the plane landed, uh, I saw a gentleman who said they sat on a tarmac for almost three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, this person either knew they were susceptible or knew that they had the virus. you know, in sitting in you know that type of a I call it a capsule for so long. you know, I, I guess what recourse do people have? I wonder, um because the allegedly the airline just told the people that were sitting around this individual, oh, just monitor your. You know, you know, your health in the next two weeks, you know, not even going to, you know, put yourself in quarantine. And I wonder if that happens. You know, do these people have any recourse? Or, you know, I wonder why they tell people if you have any symptoms, stay away from people, stay home.
3: Mm, good point. Good point. Well, no, you, I, I mean, you don't have any recourse. I mean, we, we're all at the mercy of each other in, in this type of um, medical pandemic. I mean, um, I have to rely. If I go out, I have to rely upon the people that I'm around uh, to exercise precautions for their own health and also for the health of, of myself and other people in that environment. You know, so uh, you know what I found atrocious about that person is that he only mentioned it after he had completed his uh, after he had completed his flight. And I I think the story I read that this guy was a minister. So I mean. In the name of God, what what do you how do you get on a plane knowing that you have tested positive uh, for the coronavirus uh, and not tell anybody that you had uh, and potentially uh, run the risk of exposing a plane load of uh, uh, people uh, with your contagion, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, but in terms of recourse, you know, what can we do? I mean, I'm at your mercy. If I'm in your presence, that you don't sneeze in my face, uh, and that be, and that you wash your hands, and that you don't grab mine because I'm holding back and don't want to uh, shake your hands, not out of disrespect, but just out of precautions for the times, you know. So that's just sort of like the world we're in. The world has changed, and so in order to get through this period, we all have to be more uh, conscious of what we of our responsibility to each other as fellow sojourners on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it really gets down to. And you would think that a minister of the gospel uh, would have had that type of concern before boarding that claim.
1: Good point. Good point. One other one other thing I, I want to ask you, and, and you mentioned this briefly on the website. Um, we've been seeing some cancellations, or not necessarily cancellations, but I guess the best word would be, um, some of the, uh, recent primaries have been postponed. Uh, I know Georgia has announced, um, that the presidential primary has been postponed. And I think Louisiana has postponed, um, the presidential primary. Um, what impact do you think that's going to have on November 2020 or if it's going to have any at all? And, and I'm going somewhere with that, but, it, uh, <laughs> I'll toss it to you first before, you know, I go where I, I'm I'm thinking, but go ahead Mr. Uh, start.
3: Well, I mean, you know, the, the first, um, um, well, the, the, the democratic party says that all delegates have to be, um, certified by June 29th. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the, the primaries have to occur and, uh, and the delegates have to have been selected by that date. Uh, which means that that should be in time for them to go to their convention. And we don't know because we're not getting good information from the top. We don't know um, how to plan the future beyond, I I guess, day by day. Mm -hmm. You know, so we don't know if the Democratic primary, excuse me, Democratic uh, convention or the Republican convention uh, is going to take place or is that the medical conditions or the pandemic uh, conditions or such that those conventions do not take place. So th- so there could be an impact that um, uh, that those conventions don't take place and no one's nominated um, and we come to November and, of course, there's, you know, there's a general election. Now, um, th- th- that's, that's my broad overview and we can get to your specific questions um, now if that's possible.
1: Well, I'm, I'm concerned that I know it's going to sound crazy, okay? But sure. I'm concerned that the guy in the White House is going to try to delay the election. And 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 I I know even when um there was some uh the issues with impeachment and the investigations that there were some of of the surrogates out there saying that well, he deserves more time based on all the interruption and all the distractions. And, and my concern is when, what's the, what is that November 3rd or whatever that date is in 2020 that we go mm-hmm. to vote?
3: Um, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a fourth up there.
1: Yeah. Well, that Tuesday, I want <laughs> the opportunity to, to vote him out. If there's an opportunity and, and I'd hate for these, these delays, to cause a situation where we got to put up with this for X number more months because of uh, the virus. Do you think now, now I've been reading some articles that basically says that they, they, they say that it's constitutional
3: and, you know, it is constitutional. We're, we're a nation of laws and we're governed by the constitution of the United States of America. And uh, uh, under the constitution, You know, president can't. The president doesn't call for the elections. You know, Congress um, calls the election. You know, so um, the Constitution is designated the first Tuesday Mm -hmm. uh, of of November uh, every fourth year uh, for the general election to elect a vice, a president and vice president, and other federal constitutional officers like senators. Um, who will come up every, um, you know, we, we turn the Senate over, one-third of the Senate is turned over every uh, four years, and they serve a six-year term.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, so those elections are set by Congress, and the president can't say, I want to delay the election. And even if he did or could, and something happens, and the vote doesn't take place, the Constitution has a plan for that, just like Elizabeth Warren. The founding fathers um, have a plan for that, and that is that on January the twentieth, twenty twenty-one, the office at noon, the office of the presidency is vacant. So let's say we, for some reason, there wasn't a general election. I don't think that, that scenario is going to play out because the, the the Constitution requires that it takes place mm-hmm. on the second Tuesday in uh, November. Right. But let's say that that did happen. Uh, the Constitution also uh, says that at noon, on January the 20th, uh, the office becomes vacant. Mm-hmm. And when the office of the presidency is vacant, then the United States House of Representatives will then select the president. We've had only one other time in history where the uh, 12th Amendment uh, was invoked and the and the House of Representative uh, elected the president. That was the election of John Adams when you had three about five candidates who posed who who posed significant electoral college votes. Uh, and in fact John Adams uh, I believe finished third
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. uh, in the electoral college vote, but he had the connections in the House of Representatives because he had served in the in the Congress okay. and he was elected um, as president I, I think that was 18 um, 1808 I believe uh, following oh. Jefferson okay. um, but in, in any event, if it goes to the house so so let's say there was a some concern coming from the administration in July or August that it potentially um, that would potentially prohibit the general election taking place, uh, in November, Mm -hmm. he, the president, they would have to take that to the Congress and they would have to vote, uh, to select another date for the election this year. Mm -hmm. Now, um, in order to get that vote, you would have to have concurrence of both houses of Congress. And this is a split Congress where the, the Republicans control the Senate. And Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, and her Democrats control the House. So um, I, I would doubt that Nancy Pelosi would give the president the authority to um, to to um, to cancel the election or to suspend the election beyond a date that would allow him to remain in office beyond January the twentieth, twenty twenty one. Now, and I think the Constitution actually says that the line of succession, uh, when the president nor the vice president uh, are are able to serve, then the president becomes the Speaker of the House of Representatives. So, then Pelosi, first one, third one. There you go. Now, I I've been saying for eighteen months that yeah. the next president was going to be, well, more than likely would be Nancy Pelosi. Wow, Pelosi, and I thought that would occur as a result of of things um, skyrocketing out of control during the impeachment proceedings. Right. But that didn't happen. But uh, there's something on the horizon for Nancy Pelosi. I'm telling you, she's going to have some say as to who's going to govern this country um, uh, after noon, January the 20th, 2021.
1: Okay. Good deal. Mr. Harvey, how do people contact you? I really appreciate you coming in at the last minute. How can, how can people connect with you?
3: H. M. Harvey at haroldmichaelharvey.com
1: hm harvey at haroldmichaelharvey.com plus you can go to the website i'll make sure we have it posted uh haroldmichaelharvey.com you you guys support uh haroldmichaelharvey.com are your books there as well i know you you'd had uh, some links to your books
3: my books are there as well and, and there's another link i can send you if you want to send that out on a uh, credit format it's kind of uh complicated to give that over. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about there, it. Just
1: yeah, email it to me but, but and I'll make sure to, it's on the website. Yeah, go ahead.
3: I, I, I If you go to haroldmichaelharvard.com on a desktop computer, you'll see all of the books that are, that are available. And of course, we're coming out with a book on Negro League Baseball. Um, it should be released on April 1st. Excellent. Uh, we had a chat, chat with Bob Kendricks who runs the Negro League Baseball uh, Hall of Fame there in I mean, museum, not Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. the uh, Negro League Baseball Museum in Kansas City, Missouri. Wonderful museum. I've, I've gone um, numerous times and Bob Kendrick is a great storyteller. He has so many stories about Josh Gibson and Jackie Robinson and Monty Irvin and Fool Papa Bell and uh, Buck Leonard yeah, and man. Buck O'Neill and uh, all of the guys who and girls, of uh, you know, who played in. Uh, the Negro League. So we'll be writing about that. We'll have a book coming out at um, the first of uh, next month. The Duke of 18th and Vine talks baseball, talks Negro League baseball. And yeah. uh, it's a wonderful phenomenal. little short book.
1: Excellent. Make sure we get that as well. I want to make sure our, our podcast audience uh, has that information as well. And you are you are sure. just a wealth of knowledge. I appreciate you coming in at the last minute. Uh, I just, you know, based on the, the the avalanche of information that's been coming at us, I, I knew you would be able to kind of steer this in the right direction. So, as always, we appreciate what you do. So keep doing your thing.
3: You keep doing your thing. Keep communicating to the people. Take care.
1: Yes, we will.
2: And thank you.
1: Thank you.
3: You're welcome. Thanks.
1: All right. Tanya right. B.,
2: you know, every time he comes on, you notice that can keep me quiet because I become a sponge. <laughs> he always has so much information in yeah. the way he breaks it down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He breaks it know, down. He breaks it down. You can under,
2: me. it's understandable now. It's not so confusing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing that I really wanted, um, you know, of course, I mean, he's not a medical doctor, but he, he, he kind of frames, you know, it, it to you. Politically and legally, but the other big thing that I'm seeing that I wanted him to address is because I think we're going to see more. We saw Georgia uh, postpone uh, the primary, and we've also seen Louisiana. If we get a rash of these, you know, primaries postponed, um, it could delay. So I wanted, and, and I think he answered the question for the most part. Uh, it is going to be constitutional and. And uh, I don't want to do constitution theory on on this podcast, but I think <laughs> he broke it down clearly. I mean, so, you know, we, we've we you know, that that at least that gives me some peace of mind because I, I can't okay. handle I can't handle no more. I, 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 I can't the, do no more. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely it's too much. agree with you. <laughs> I mean, now I'm not talking about Corona. I'm just talking about the leadership this- right now. If we have an opportunity to vote him out, I want every opportunity we can. That we have
2: exactly. To make. To, and you know what? I'm actually so, glad for some of those states that have restored the voting rights of, you know, some some of the that they call the reentry citizens, people yeah. who you know, have been able to leave the penal system, mm-hmm. you know, for you know, these nonviolent offenses or people that got caught up in the the, the three strike situation. Yep. Yep. To be able to use, you know, their voice. And, and as they say, use your voice and make the choice.
1: Absolutely. I hope they or else make you the can't right complain. Absolutely. Make the right decision. Hey, Tanya B, let's do this. Let's go to break and then we'll come back with your tea. Uh, all right. Let's all right. do it. Let's go to break and we'll come right back. All right. y'all we are back Um, now it's time for Sipping the Tea with Tanya B Tanya B what you got what you got for us
2: I I hope I can make somebody laugh or at least chuckle a little bit (laughs) please so what shall we do (laughs) Uh
1: (laughs) you know how I do well you know the the thing that I want to know I don't don't know if this is funny or not Nicki, Nicki Minaj and her hubby Going through some some stuff?
2: Yes, yes. Okay, we'll talk about them first. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, they've been pleading with this judge since he got out of jail to modify the terms of, you know, his release because uh, he was arrested for failing to register as a sex offender. And that actually goes back to a 1995 case of uh, first-degree attempted rape of an underage girl. Mm. And he also was in jail for manslaughter. So, you know, I think... nobody's immune immune immune. Mm, nobody's immune <laughs> Sorry, we forgive uh, you. and uh it's been a hell of a I week i know it was <laughs> I, i'm not going to even joke and say it was a corona because i'm actually drinking yeah. yingling right now stir yeah. it up anyway yep. <laughs> so uh you know now that he's a registered sex offender you know you have to have the address so now the address of nikki minaj's beverly hills mansion is public information wow Wow, I'm sure they're going to have to have security. And here's the thing: because of you know of, of sexual offender charges, a lot of times you cannot even be around computers. You cannot get on the internet. Yeah, and um, initially that was a condition of him getting out of jail. And it would have been a parole violation. And now he has to wear the ankle monitor. He has a curfew, which more than likely means he will not be able to accompany his wife to appearances or performances. He had to surrender his passport, can't leave the country. But then again, right now, who's leaving the country? Yeah. yeah. Um, he cannot possess guns. And he also must submit to random drug testing. Now, if he violates any of these terms. Mm. He stands to go back to jail for a minimum of 10 years. I said, Nikki cannot buy him out of that.
1: Wow. Wow. That's love. I mean, she must really love this dude to go through this, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Wow. Wow. Uh, what about R. Kelly, Tiffany Haddish and Common? Mm -hmm. Oh, is that all lumped together?
2: (laughs) Uh, it was, but since yesterday, some more information has, uh, been released in the kelly chronicle so i'll just say tiffany had it she's dipping it and doing it you know she's been dating common Mm -hmm. word from the curb is things aren't going so well they may have broken up and tiffany may be ready to spill some tea but uh what is common gets these women and it's almost like they must, I don't know, sexually emasculate him. He can't keep a girlfriend. That's who a, was he dating? About he it. was
1: dating some some other high profile: Eric Kabatu, Eri- okay.
2: Angela Rye, Angela Karina Rye. Williams, yeah. Tiffany Haddish. I mean, come on now.
1: I mean, the last the last woman I thought he was dating was Angela Rye. Um
2: Yeah, what Angela Rye, Exactly. Yes. Wow. Mm. So there is something going on, and that's not so common with common, where. And you can't sustain relationships. I know you're a high profile person. I know that these people that he dates are high profile. Mm-hmm. But all I can say to that is it works for some people. Ashford and Simpson were married until Nick Ashford passed away. OK. Ozzie Davis right. and Ruby D. So. Yeah. Well, I I'd heard um, at
1: one point that uh, he wasn't really interested in, in getting into anything serious. Yeah, nor
2: did he want to have children. I think right. he's got one child from a past relationship Correct. So, in terms of settling down and, you know, doing that, you know. But I thought his, I thought Tiffany kids. was wasn't Tiffany married. Is Tiffany had a sh- Tiffany was she was, but she doesn't have children. But then again, here's somebody she's also had a very tumultuous, you know, she really should probably have PTSD with, you know, the childhood that she experienced.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um, wow. I, I don't know. Okay, so how does, how does R. Kelly, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you go.
2: No, I'll say, but Tiffany Haddish is dipping it and doing it. Um, you know, she was on the Mass Singer last week, but she's also co starring with Octavia Spencer Mm -hmm. in the Madam C.J. Walker story, which comes on Netflix in a couple of weeks. Bill Bellamy's in it. Uh, Garrett Morris, a lot of people are in it. So Tiffany, she's still getting that coin. Cannot be mad at her.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Now, how does R. Kelly play into all this? What is, what does R. Kelly have to do? Oh, Lord. Okay. (laughs) If, if anything, I hope not, but, Go
2: for it. No, and he, he's he's not connected with Tiffany Haddish in common. He is connected with somebody else.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, it, how interesting that on Friday the 13th he was hit with even more charges by the feds. I'm like, mm. what else is left that they can charge him with? You know, this most recent charge goes back to Jane Doe number five, an underage girl having sex back in 2015. Wow. Allegedly, he failed to disclose that he had herpes. Made videos of him and this young lady. Engaged in sexual acts, which is one of those uh, 100 videos that the feds just seized uh, about a week or so ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And apparently if you have herpes and you fail to tell people, it actually is against the law. Wow! And he was taking this young girl across state lines to have sex with her. Mm. So. And this just this just, just one charge could add another 10 years. I mean, he'll he, he I he'll end up being roommates with Harvey Noballs before it's all said and done. Wow. Um and then what he okay, here's where it gets ratchet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't watch this show, The Shots of Sunset. There's a new cast member, her name is Sarah J. Rooney or Jai Rooney, mm-hmm. but she revealed, and I guess they must need ratings, um, that between 2013 and 2016, when she was 23, that she dated R. Kelly. She said he was very charming and he was so kind. And I said, yeah, I bet you didn't feel that way when the feds came banging <laughs> on her door and subpoenaed her yeah. <laughs> regarding R. Kelly. She got a subpoena.
0: Wow. wow.
2: Even though she claimed it was an adult relationship. And then she went on to say, oh, I didn't see anything. I never saw him with any underage girls. And then she was blindsided when she found out that there were the, other women. I'm like, girl, bye. Are you kidding me? Duh. Yeah. I mean, really, no. Well, I don't know yeah. what sand did she have her head in. Mm. But then she later went on to confess that uh, he was very controlling. Hmm, go figure. Yeah, And that she did go to a party at his studio and she was in the company of all these other women and they were sitting there talking like, you know, they knew what, you know, what the deal was. She comes in, sits down, starts talking. And allegedly she's, you know, gagging because oh, if he sleep with all these women that at this party and most of them, I'm like, again, I say, girl, bye. Mm.
1: Mm-mm you mentioned um Weinstein and and this week as as we taped the show the um the sentencing was given and and it was 23 years um what is yes. that what do you think that um how does how does that does it bode well for kelly for kells
2: well hell bill Coffey's still in jail but um yeah. well you know, cosby, you know uh, cosby
1: didn't get 23 years i mean Weinstein that, – that's very
2: true that's very true that is absolutely true but i mean and don't forget yeah. This is just one. Harvey yeah. Weinstein still got it like R. Kelly got to face charges in another state.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so I I'm, yeah, I'm I just hit. thinking that it's going to be if, if, if Weinstein, which, you know, I, I have no issue with that 23 years. I mean, uh, I know he had to expect, even though his attorney's playing, uh, the, the game of, of crazy as if this is yes. a nightmarish sentence. But I think, um, you know, if, if Weinstein gets 23, it does not bode well for R. Kelly at all. I mean, oh,
2: not at all. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I believe that neither one of them will really see the light of day again. I, you know, I'm not trying to bring down the rumor. Be more, but I'm just trying to be real. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein is probably going to die in jail, whether he gets to Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein treatment yeah. or he really does take his own life or he just has a massive heart attack.
1: Yeah, because he's been he's been rushed uh, to the clinic often. I think within the last week uh, with chest pains. So
2: yeah, I got chest pains too. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
1: all right soldier boy let's move on let's move on okay soldier boy well,
2: we just put on, let's just put harvey on a plane and mm, no, no okay.
1: uh, <laughs> you're wrong for that the blue, it is, jet, blue. It is. jet blue
2: um you know as much as i drag soldier boy i will i'll be the first to admit it but now i actually have to give him five on it
0: yeah
2: he actually has some business sense i think it has to do with um Money Mike, the CEO that he works with, um, he actually invested in a soap company. It's called The Soap Shop. Mm -hmm. And I guess because people are looking for, you know, soap and disinfectants and things along that line, it's really paying off for him now. And um, it's just had a really huge spike. He invested in this um, store in a storefront in Mississippi about a year ago. And already their profits have tripled in the course of a month let's see the the they went from 100 orders to 3000 orders good for him good for him right you know you see how they say oh you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. well he's saying that you know he needs to he needed to, he knew he needed to diversify mm-hmm. and he heard that this was a good investment opportunity yeah and um, i guess maybe being in jail gave him time to think about some things and i he was actually quoted as saying once you get into the music industry you branch out you know what i'm saying this one time. I know what you're saying, young man. I get it. He says you have to do different stuff and try different things and different business ventures. And, you know, like I said, as much as as much as and I have, I have dragged him from the rooter to the tutor. But now I've got to give him five on it for doing something. Now, let's Mm -hmm. take it a step further.
0: Yeah,
2: And let's take all this money you're making, young man, because your show don't have a hit record, but pour it back into communities where people don't have you know, don't have ready access to, you know, soap and, and, you know, antibacterial cleansers and things along that line, especially, you know, the seniors and people in Mississippi who are some of the poorest
1: in yeah. this country. So true. So true. Well, you know, I, and, and I, you didn't, you shouldn't beat yourself up so bad for, for dragging because some folks are just self inflicted, you know, it's self inflicted dragging. Yeah. So some of, you know, you know how, you know how you, you know how you roll.
2: <laughs> yes, I, do. I to you say, know I'm I. not beating myself up too bad. I, I have up. dragged him, but I will give credit where credit yeah. is due.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Good. Good stuff. Corona survival. Um, you got some stuff oh, on that.
2: Well, I tell you one thing. Um, I've been in some stores here in Atlanta, and I think people are really panicking. But I will say this much: I have a relative that works at the CDC as well, mm-hmm. and um, also. Uh, connection to Homeland Security, and you know this is real. It's not going to get any better, you know, in the next two weeks. Uh, you know, people just have to be really smart about it. And you know, again, you know, hoarding does not solve anything. And again, I say I applaud cities like Atlanta and even like Philadelphia. Who, Although the schools are closed and a lot of the markets are closing earlier and things along that line, Mm -hmm. you know, who are still considering these low income people whose children depend on breakfast and lunch programs and, you know, going home with food for the weekend and uh, still giving them access to meals and also uh, arranging for delivery of meals to seniors many of whom have dietary restrictions, you know, as well as, you know, getting them those things like the cleansers and the wipes and, you know, the toilet paper. And, you know, it's like people are tripping over toilet paper. There was a time we didn't have toilet paper. And what did you do? You made a way.
1: You made a way. Get some, napkins. <laughs>
2: Get some- Honestly, napkins. I mean I heard there was a time when people would use leaves or come on. <laughs> you know, just you have to be creative in what you you know, and what you do and you know, I, I think agree. people I need to learn right now. I think less is more. What yeah. you think you need, you don't need. I think it's more about panic and you know, I look at um a family member who works in Seattle school system, you know, with mm-hmm. special needs kids. Yeah. And you know, they're off almost until the end of uh April and you know it, in Atlanta, schools are closed, the courts are closed. So if anybody was going to court, if they're sitting in jail waiting to go to court, you're going to be sitting in jail for at least another three and a half to four weeks. Wow. Wow.
1: And you know, but but I, I have to say this. Um, you know, when we have issues or, or situations like this that occur in America, man, you know, a lot of folks always step up. And and I gotta say, you know, no who who would have thought that the NBA season and and a lot of these sports Activities would be postponed or canceled, and and these athletes like you had Zion, you had you've had a lot of
2: Kevin Love,
1: Kevin Love, these guys. The guy, have, I
2: can't I can't pronounce his name. the The black Greek guy, yeah, that yeah, plays yeah. For, the Greek freak, Minnesota. Yeah.
1: yep, yep. Well, he yep. plays for for Milwaukee. Um, he stepped okay, up. Was an M. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you. You were close. Uh, he stepped up yeah. and basically paid the salaries of of the um. You know the, the the arena workers, which is which is you phenomenal. Know, you know, where- is, and
2: I I hope that this young man, somebody Butler, the one who initially, I guess for lack of a, for lack of a better term, infected the NBA. Yeah. Oh yeah. That young man, I hope he. I believe he has. I think I need him to step up. Yeah. You know, come on, Shaq, step up. Anthony yeah. Davis, step up. Michael Jordan, everybody who was at Kobe Bryant's memorial service, mm-hmm. all y'all can afford to pay at least. A month's salary to every person, and again, you have the arena workers. Mm-hmm. Then you have the part-time workers. You have the security guards. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, you know everything. Even movie theaters are starting to close down. So, yeah, so true. You know, people, you get ready. If you, you know, hey, the, you think nail salons are empty now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, Tay Tay and them going to have to learn how to either cut those things off or do their own.
1: Yeah, because it's going to have impact. Now, now, the good thing is, I think with the uh, with the re- recent leg- legislation um that is has passed uh with bipartisan support that's going to have some positive impact in, in terms of helping people who are part-time so that they don't lose wages you know so right. hopefully you know definitely the full-time people if they're on a contract you know the, the the you know the business owners small and medium even large are going to have to pay them but you know those part-time people who work hourly you know we need to we need to you know those those uh individuals stepping up, that makes a difference in a major way. And you know what? Yeah.
2: Let, let's take this step further. You recall yeah. we were talking to Najee last week and he talked about yeah. the security guards and the cab drivers, even mm-hmm. the you know the Uber and Lyft drivers, they're feeling it too. Yeah. So, you know, I think that um it, it just makes you, you know, sit back and think when you think oh, I need, I need, oh, I want, I want, I want. Yeah. Think about what you really need. You yeah. don't need to get your head in every week. You don't need to go to the salon every week. You don't need to go to the club every week. Mm-hmm. You know, again, but everyone's going to be affected. And, you know, there's a prediction. I don't know whether to say recession or depression, but, you know, this is real.
1: This well, is real. I mean, you know, from what I heard today, and as we tape the podcast, you know, with the feds dropping, the rate to zero, um, you know, a lot of folks feel we're already in a recession based on, you know, a lot of the closings, the shutdowns, the events that are being canceled. Um, you know, when you talk about these billion dollar industries that are shutting down. I mean, the, the, when you talk about uh, and you were sending me notes, you've been sending me, you know, text all week about <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Disney. you know, we're talking about the movie industry, um, movies being moved out of 2020. Fast and yes. Furious is no longer going to yep. be released in 2020. It's been moved to 2021. Uh The Bond movie that was due out that was going to be a big blockbuster movie has been moved, uh I think, to November. Um So a lot of things that had significant impact on these companies and on areas, on cities that have been moved. I mean, not to mention, you know, when we talk about we live in Georgia. So we talk about what the masters has been canceled. That's significant to Augusta,
2: but also look at how much money is generated in Georgia from the TV and the film industry, which for all intents and purposes here is all but shut down,
1: shut down. So, you know, it's, it's significant. I think if you step back and take a look at everything that's been impacted by this, I mean, I think, um, you know the folks who were saying that it's a democratic plot uh, to get out, take out the president. I mean, he's he's serious now. He was joking around, I think, in the beginning about it and and calling it a, a hoax. And you know, if, if you've noticed that,
2: me.
0: you don't Fake hear that. Any,
1: you don't hear that anymore, do you? You
2: don't. It ain't. Faith. I still say mm-hmm. he got tested, and the results. I don't accept them.
1: You don't accept them.
2: A narcissist would never admit after all the things that he said, mm-hmm. would never come back and admit. Have you ever heard him say I was wrong? No. I made a mistake. Never,
0: never. Never. My
2: point exactly. And you know what one more thing I want to say won't. about this whole thing? Yeah. Because people, you know, are kind of they're working from home, they're cooped up, the kids are cooped up. Mm-hmm. Then we've got to also look at the mental health issues that come along with something like this. So true. So I would just encourage people to listen to again the, the mental health uh show that we have here on the network. Mm-hmm. You know, but also, you know, you have to find other ways to entertain yourself. But again, let's go back to when we were kids. Our parents were kids. We didn't have the Internet. We uh, we (laughs) didn't have cable. We didn't have a lot of things. You make a radio. And if you were lucky, you had a television that got three channels.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, kids could go outside and play and not get snatched, run over or, you know, sprayed with jet fuel. Yeah. 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 you know, it, it, I think it, it's just really shaking people to the core and just realizing that we don't need to be as dependent on things as we think
1: we do. Well, you know, I think the, the good thing is, Tanya, um, one of the things is this, you know, hopefully it will and, you know, hopefully it'll bring the country together. You know how and I'm yeah. not I'm not saying, you know, uh, 9-11, you know how it brought everybody together. You know, for, for a
2: while. Exactly. A yeah, I was there. I was in New York City on that day working. Yeah. And, yes, I know.
1: And right now, if anything, you know, and I had an issue with, for example, uh, Ben Carson uh, at the press conference, If you know, as, I, as we take the show, it was a couple of days ago. And he's asking everybody to come together for the president's prayer, you know, day of prayer. And, and my, my, my challenge with something like that is this. Mm-hmm. This guy's been so divisive over the last few years to the point where whenever there was an opportunity to bring people together, he he ignored it. So,
2: well, you know, he's trying to get that vote, those yeah. evangelicals. Yeah, And, you know, again, if you of all the places you, you pick to have a national day of prayer, I mean, I don't know what, what his connection is to Gainesville, Georgia. Yeah, But I mean, any other time before that, he couldn't he could forget prayer. He couldn't spell pray. So, you know, <laughs> oh, miss me with that. And Ben Carson.
1: Yeah, I just I yeah. wish.
2: Do you have a Do you have a hee haw sound effect?
3: <laughs>
1: there you go.
2: <laughs> Dumb donkey stupid. I call him as I see
1: him. I just got to say, you know, and and I, I'm all about, you know, moving on and moving forward. But but the, this has been probably in in, I guess, you know, in my political life, this has probably been one of the roughest political terms to weather. And, and the only reason I say that is uh, the tweets and all the all the just the, the unnecessary stuff has has just been too much. And and uh, that's why I was asking, you know, uh, Mr. Harvey about, damn, do we have to extend this due? Because, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm glad and hopefully if anybody takes anything away from my question, bottom line is it's constitutional. And the only way you can make any changes to the constitution is through an amendment. And that takes a hell of a whole lot that ain't going to happen between now and November
2: that he can do. He can't just say, Oh, I'm the president. I'm going to stay in office longer. No, no, you can't. This is not extending the Miss America pageant where they need to (laughs) move somewhere out of Atlantic city. So he can forget that.
1: Good. Good. You got anything else? I I know this has been, it's been a hell of a week. I mean, it's been unprecedented. Uh, Oh, I do have some good news. Go for
2: it. Uh, Easter Sunday is the 12th of April. Mm-hmm. Finally, the long-awaited return of Insecure with Issa Rae on HBO comes wow. on Easter Sunday night.
1: Good stuff. <laughs> Easter Sunday.
2: <laughs> Easter Sunday night. Uh, I want to say congratulations <laughs> to Judge Faith Jenkins, not for uh, taking over from uh, Judge Lynn Toller on Divorce Court, but yeah. last weekend she had a lavish ceremony. She married singer Kenny Lattimore.
1: Good stuff. Nice guy.
2: And they they had the ultimate wedding gift. What's that? Stevie Wonder got out. You know, he's rec- uh, recovering from the kidney transplant. Wow. He actually went to the wedding and sang his classic you and I to the newlyweds. Oh,
1: damn, He didn't do the good times. <laughs> Michael, but, you know, Michael Evans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what? you now, remember that, right? You Steve remember Wonder that?
2: Saying you and I.
1: Yeah, I know. But you remember the, the good times episode where
2: Absolutely.
0: Michael
1: saying pathelma. Yeah, that's hot. Yes. Yes. Damn, yes. that's yes. hot. Yes. Good yes. stuff. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Hey, uh, by the way, next week, don't forget, y'all, Bernadette Cooper uh, is, is going to be on, uh, of course, leader of the group Climax. She's got a new project uh, that uh, I, I got to make sure you get that, too, so you can check it out before the show.
2: I'm excited. I yeah. have been a Bernadette, Bernadette Cooper. I mean, a lot, I said a lot of things she's done. People don't know about, but then mm. on even on the fashion and the style tip, the way she dressed yeah. and she was actually the first woman I saw that had a bi-level haircut. Wow. I mean, think about it.
1: So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lead on that one. It's International Women's Women's Month, so you're gonna to have to lead on that interview. You got to, to take that, okay? I'm okay, I'm
2: you. going to fan out and play the best of climax before <laughs> we start the podcast. Because I mean, Do you it. know, and I'm telling Do you, it. Bernadette can yeah. carry she can carry her own purse by herself very well. So
0: yeah,
2: I, I think we'll just have to. You don't have to wind her up. And I say for people, tell people, tune in and take notes.
1: Good stuff. And y'all don't forget, go to cdc.gov. I'll make sure we have that on the uh, website. And I'm going to ask Mr. Harvey to kind of give us tips uh, every now and then. So I'll make sure whatever information he puts together and, and he gets, uh, we'll make that available. I'll make sure definitely his website. It, it's always on our our podcast notes. It's in there. So if you if you want to find out how to contact and support uh, Harold Michael Harvey, make sure that uh, just go to our notes and we'll have it there. And again, cdc.gov. That's where all the corona virus information and, and is, also you know, the yeah.
2: cdc has a youtube channel mm-hmm. so if you subscribe to the channel and you, you click the bell you'll get notifications anytime there's new and and or same thing updated information
0: good stuff. so you know
2: it's out there it does not work to hold your breath intermittently to get rid of if you think you have coronavirus you know all those myths that mm-hmm. so, you know remember jim and tammy faye baker from oh, back in the day God. The SEC basically shut him down. He was telling people, if you send me $125, I have the cure for corona.
0: Wow.
1: That's crazy. And you know what? I'm old school. I grew up on that Jim and Tammy. <laughs> you remember they used to do the yeah, kids okay. show? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I mean, you know, you they always had, I guess people remember when they got busted and, and Jim went to jail and, and, and Tammy had the running makeup and she's remarried and, you know, she's kind of moved on, you know, since then. She's dead. She's dead. that's right (laughs) i don't mean to laugh but no really moved on oh oh, yeah uh, she
2: really she's going to go yeah she's moved on you know the children you know they have a relationship with their father but not really yeah and you know i think you know back then what he did with jessica hahn back then was major scandal it wouldn't be as big a deal now Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day they were misappropriating funds and i think that's what really got him yeah in trouble. And that, well, that was the, the beginning of the end of, of, uh, PTL.
1: Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. So true. Hey, y'all go to Castropolis podcast network. Uh, you can go to, uh, castropolis.net. Everything is there. Uh, you can also get the app, uh, for the my tuner radio app, and you can listen to us and pretty much listen to us anywhere. Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, Android car, Apple CarPlay. Uh, you can stream us anywhere, uh, 24 seven, and a big thanks to all the content providers who, who provide their content on the site. Always looking for more. So if you have anyone interested in, in setting up a show and being a part of the network, tell them to hit me up. My information is on the podcast page. We'll be more than happy to help. And don't forget, uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at at the G podcast one on IG. It's this is the G podcast email. Uh, email me if you have any questions or any comments, information. This is the G podcast at Gmail and uh, Patreon link is on castropolis.net. If you want to support us, big thanks to Tim Barnes and my good friend by uh, for definitely, uh, helping us keep the lights on, keep the stream going these last few months. We greatly appreciate it. Tanya B, as always, your content is incredible. I, I get your fans coming at me like, where's Tanya B going to have my whole podcast? That was <laughs> uh, okay.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working on yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I'm work- well, now I have a lot of time. <laughs> a lot more time now. I'm working on People it. People are like reaching know? out to Again, me. Yeah.
1: It's like, okay. All right. All right. She goes, she goes, We're getting,
2: goes, getting goes, it. One, one thing I want to say before we go.
1: Yeah. 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 Go ahead.
2: It's okay to go to a bachelor party. It's okay to get drunk. Yeah. Um and the word on the curve from the curb is that this whole situation we didn't really get into and I really don't want to. I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. There's more to this Andrew Gillum situation than oh, we know right now. And right. I hear there was some I'm hearing now that he may have really been set up.
1: You think so? You think it would? have... I mean, it's it sounds so to much a point, like a. Setup. To a point,
2: but think yeah. about it. Now we're in the. How many times have you gone to a convention, a yeah. music convention? Yeah. And you've been in this sweet party, and people are you know getting it on, drinking, eating, just you know dipping it and doing it. You don't really know what's going on in the next room. Somebody could be in there, really snorting their way to China for all you know. Well,
1: you know what? Here's here's the thing. So I'm I'm glad you bring this up. I don't want to end the podcast right now. Do you want to? First of all, not everybody may. Everybody may not be aware of what happened within these last few days. Can you frame the situation with uh, this is the former mayor of Tallahassee, uh, Andrew Gillum,
2: Former gubernatorial candidate yep. and CNN contributor, mm-hmm. um, Andrew Gillum, was busted at an alleged, and I say this with a capital A, alleged gay meth school. <laughs> I refer it referred to it as a gay meth orgy, uh, gay meth bachelor's party, whatever. Um, you know, he's claiming that you know he couldn't give the cops a coherent statement because he had been drinking like a fish. Uh, he said he was at a friend's wedding. And he was not involved in the the drug part of it, or what people are accusing him of. Some mm. people are trying to out him and saying now he's got to you know come out of the closet. Um, there is a police report online that was leaked. I did see it. Uh, I I still have to to digest and process that. I absolutely feel for his family having to go through this. He has a wife, you know, and, and children. And um, you know, his version of events and those of you know that young man who. Threw up, OD'd, and you know was on the meth allegedly uh, are very very different. So you know the jury is still out, but um,
1: have have, have they they released?
2: GOP has it in in for him because he was about to make a major political move in the very near future. Really, now that's not going to happen.
1: Yes. Well, let me let me ask you this: Um, Is the other guy making a statement, or has he released a statement?
2: Uh, just that he went, they called the, 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 uh, EMT signal to the hospital, I guess, whatever they do, I guess the Narcan or whatever they do. When you take that kind of drug, that is not my world. And this dude went up and got home and just said that, um, you know, and again, it was drug and alcohol induced. do so. Who's really clear about what really went down? Someone else in that room, no one else has really come forward to speak of. And to see the picture of this alleged gentleman, I couldn't see him being anything more than,
1: Well, allegedly, he's. He was moonlighting
2: and trying to strip and get a couple of extra coins.
1: Yeah. Allegedly, the guy was a, or, or known for, uh, being an escort. Yeah. And he was also known in the, uh, gay porn arena. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And, and, you know, people.
2: He was just trying to make a couple of extra Corona dollars, cause some Corona coins, (laughs) but don't do it at the expense of Andrew. Wow. Sorry.
1: It's going to be interesting. I mean, I hate, I hate to see it happen. Interestingly enough, Um, you know, I guess because of the coronavirus, uh, CNN has not touched it. I've not seen anything on.
2: All right, you haven't heard too much of it, but you know, it's it's really been brewing underground, and of course, on the internet, you know how you know. it's Like, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. In this yeah. case, believe none of what you see and none of what you read. Mm-hmm. You know, and it may just you know, the news cycle may just come and go because everything right now is Corona and politics.
1: Yeah, so true. Tanya B, uh, let me make sure people know how to contact you.
2: Uh, hit me up. I'm most active on Instagram, T-Bird, T as in Tanya, the Atlanta. Uh, what I'll also be doing, as you know, I post content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for independent artists. What I'm going to be concentrating on this coming week and in the weeks to come are just other ways to supplement your income if you've lost touring income. Good. So, good there stuff. are other ways you can do it.
1: Good stuff. And make sure that they, uh, if, if you guys are really looking for great information, uh, follow her and make sure you check out her post. Uh, she will not steer you wrong. So make sure you do that. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, no, she won't.
1: No, she won't. Yeah. On that No, no she <laughs> won't. <laughs> All right. You take care of yourself now. I know you travel a lot. So, you know. May- well,
2: you know, oh, uh, baby, baby. I don't know. After that last trip. Mother is in the house. As a matter of fact, when I got back, yeah, it was a few days before things really got crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I dropped my clothing directly into the washing machine. Yeah. Good stuff. Did not even make it back to my bedroom. And I disinfected my suitcase because even when you put, you know, your, um, like your purse or your backpack or your tote bag on the belt to go through security,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: the virus is alive and active there. If anyone is traveling, whatever you do, it suggests that wherever you go, do not let your bare feet touch any surface.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, you know, y'all, here's the thing. And I'm going to say this, don't panic, just be measured, No, be measured and just, just use common sense, you know, be measured, use common sense. Don't panic. Don't be rushing these grocery stores. The grocery stores look horrible right now. Um, And, you know, it's just, um, you know, make sure that, you know, again, I think you mentioned it, you said it best. I mean, or, or even, you know, Mr. Harvey said it best Look out for your fellow man Don't go in and get 20 exactly. loaves of bread Knowing that, you know, you ain't gonna be able to eat 20 loaves of bread by the expiration date <laughs> You And know, so, don't, know, don't try
2: to go it's buy it and sell them for twice yeah. or three times what they're worth The brother so selling, selling toilet paper that, in
1: the Walmart
2: No, Walmart, I did that Walmart. the other day yeah. I have neighbors who are, you know, 70 and, and older yeah. And I said, you need anything So I went and I bought them bread didn't yep. want, it wasn't about how much it cost or how much I didn't want their money. There you go. That's just the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, look okay? out, look out for the elders. You know, look out for the elders, and you know, don't be selfish. This 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 ain't a time to be selfish. I mean, it's a time to really look out for those who are most vulnerable, and 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 that's that's great of you to do that. Everybody should be doing. That. I agree. Okay. Hi, right, y'all. On that note, episode twenty four is in the can. Thank you so much, Tanya B. Y'all, we are out of here. Peace. Go to cook. You've been listening
0: to The G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.